today I have a question for you all. I have a question. Raise your hand if you have ever been distracted before. Okay, at first I only saw like a couple hands go up and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but I still see hands that didn't go up. And so I think it's probably uh, one of three reasons. Reason number one, you're distracted right now. Uh, <laughs> or reason number two, you're a very focused and diligent person and I have a lot to learn from you. Or reason number three, to quote John Tash, you lie, you lie, and you lie in church. <laughs> but I think it's safe to say uh, each and every one of us uh, here in the room, we've had moments in our life where we've encountered distraction. Uh, you know, we live in a, a very distracted world where distractions are just everywhere. Think about it. Like you can't do anything without something coming up. It's a notification on your phone. It's Facebook. It's TikTok. It's Instagram. It's an email. It's a text message. One of your kids comes running in the room screaming. Like there's so many things uh, going on and there's so many things calling for our attention. And so <laughs> I was going to see, I didn't even give them the prep, but I threw it out there. Uh, Miss Sam, who did you see first? Brody and Jensen, all right, you guys can go get you a piece of candy from the candy pole. But there are so many things calling out for our time, trying to steal our focus. And what we must recognize is that what we give our focus to, what we give our time to is important. And here's why I would say that. Your time is valuable. Everybody say, my time is valuable. In fact, your time is your currency in this life. Like, think about it. Your time is something that you spend. It's something that you invest. In fact, if you want to find out what's truly valuable to someone, if you want to find out what's truly important to someone, look at how they spend their time. Because if something is truly important to you, if you truly value it, you're going to spend time on it. Again, how you spend your time reveals what you truly value. And the reality is, is we have an enemy out there who wants to try to put a stop to what God is doing in our life. And one of the ways that he does that is through distraction. The enemy knows that he can stop us if he can distract us. And so my hope today is that together we can discover just how important it is to not live distracted, not get consumed with distraction, but that we would spend our time on what matters most. That together we would embrace the moment. Everybody say embrace the moment. Oh yeah. So uh, something I would say about distractions is I would say distractions are actually dangerous. And I, I feel like I, I like to throw out the word uh, dangerous a lot. But the reason I would say that distractions are dangerous uh, is for two reasons. I feel, I feel like there's a lot of reasons, but two I want to highlight today is number one, distractions rob you of your time. Distractions rob you of your time. Again, our time is our greatest asset. Our time is our currency in this life. We only have a limited amount of time on this earth, and distractions rob that time from us. Like, think about it. If you're on your phone, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, maybe you think, ah, I'll just spend 10 minutes on there. How many of you know it doesn't end up being 10 minutes? <laughs> like, next thing you know, you look at the clock, and it's like hours have gone by, and you're like, what has happened to the time? Uh, distractions, they just consume our time. Uh, another thing, I think like just like very practically speaking, we think about this. Uh, distractions can be very dangerous when driving, right? Uh, in fact, it is actually one of the leading causes of traffic accidents is distracted driving. And I, I looked at this statistic the other day, and it's just quite alarming. Uh, and this is only from 2021, uh, but the National Highway Traffic Administration 
Uh, that's such a big title, and I was like, I, I, knew, I put the acronym up there, but I knew, I, I felt like I had to say it, <laughs> so we knew what it meant. But it claimed, distracted driving claimed 3,522 lives. Now, that number may be big, or it may feel small, but regardless, that is 3,522 lives that would still be here today had they been focused had they not been distracted. And so the second reason I would say that distractions are dangerous is they not only rob us of our time, but distractions cause us to lose sight of where we're heading. And the reality is if we're distracted, we're likely not heading in the direction that God is leading us on. Because the reality is, is our life is always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts what we're focused on, what we're constantly thinking about affects where our life is heading. And when we're not focused on Jesus, when we're not focused on his plan for us, we could easily take a wrong turn. We could head down the wrong path. We could miss a turn. Uh, We could slow down or worse, even crash. You know, we could get stuck. And what I mean by crash when it comes to our walk with God is I think that could represent us getting stuck into something uh, or getting hurt by something that could have been avoided had we been focused. Again, distractions are dangerous. Everybody say distractions are dangerous. In uh, 1 Peter 5.8, it says, stay alert. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, stay alert. Turn to your another and other neighbor and say, watch out. First <laughs> Peter 5.8 says, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Again, if you aren't alert, if you're distracted, you're more susceptible to the lies, misleadings, tricks, and attacks of the enemy. And so just like the word says, it is so important that we stay alert because again, Distractions are dangerous. And the enemy knows that he can stop us if he can distract us. And so, and that's, that's the enemy's goal. Because when you're distracted, you're likely not a threat to him and his plans. And so we have to be alert and focused so that we don't accidentally go down the wrong path. And distractions come in many forms. I know I listed some different things. And the, the truth is, Many distractions don't start that way for us. In fact, there are things in our life that are good things uh, that aren't necessarily bad to do, uh, but they can become allow them to consume more of our time than they should. And so maybe for you, just like I said, one of, a very common one I think a lot of us can relate to is social media, right? Uh, apps on our phone, things on there. Uh, like, I don't know if you've ever opened your settings on your phone and went to like screen time and looked at how much time you spend on apps, but it can actually be extremely alarming because you look at it and you think, oh, I just spent like 10, 15 minutes here and there. Uh, but when you add like your total time on the screen from the whole day, like that, that's a lot of time. You'll see hours that you've actually spent on your phone that you didn't realize. Uh, but that's, that's not the only distraction. Uh, as we know. Uh, There's other things. Again, I will say, it's not that these things in and of themselves are a distraction or a bad thing, but they can become that if we allow them to consume more of our time than they should. So maybe for you, it's streaming services. It's like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, TV, the news, movies in general, whatever it is, or maybe it could even be sports. Again, sports isn't a bad thing to do, uh, but if we allow it to consume more of our time than we should, it can become a distraction for us. Because some of those things I mentioned can actually be tools for us. They, they can be helpful things to help us relax and unwind. 
However, again, these can become a distraction for us if we're not careful. Because if you're investing more time in them than anything else, they have probably become a distraction. And what we have to recognize is that our time is our greatest asset. Again, our time is valuable. Everybody say, my time is valuable. Again, our currency in this life is time, and our time on this earth is limited. Our life is but a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. And so how we choose to spend it is super important. And so, uh, again, in Summit Kids fashion, I thought it would be so fun today to look at a Bible story to help kind of illustrate this. Uh, and we like to act out our stories in Summit Kids. So uh, you can see our Summit Kids volunteers gathering uh, some people for the story. And uh, we, we have uh, animated Bible stories that kind of recap the story we show each week. Uh, and it always starts off with stories of the Bible. So why don't you go ahead and say that? Stories of the Bible. Yes, <laughs> I thought that would be fun. So I have some assistants uh, helping me out up here today. And we're looking at the story of Jesus visiting Mary and Martha. Jesus visiting Mary and Martha. And so one day, Jesus was traveling. Oh, i got to introduce who we got on the stage. I almost forgot. Th- these two, Miss Aubrey and Miss Cora, are representing Martha. But my question is, where is Mary? <laughs> Mary! Uh, she'll probably come out eventually. <laughs> we got Mary, and then is Jesus around? There he is. We got Christoph, a.k.a. Christoph, representing Jesus today. <laughs> so, so Jesus comes into town. He comes into the village, and he gets invited over for dinner at Mary and Martha's. And how many of you guys know that's a pretty big deal? I mean, Jesus is coming over to your house for dinner? Like, out of all the people in town, like, that, that's, that's quite a privilege, I would say. And when Jesus got to the house, Mary immediately dropped everything she was doing and sat at the feet of Jesus. So uh, she embraced the moment. She saw this opportunity that she had to spend time with Jesus. Jesus was literally in the room. And so she focused in on Jesus and spent time with him. She embraced the moment. Everybody say, embrace Embrace. the the moment. However, Martha was distracted. She was so consumed with things being perfect for Jesus. She wanted everything to be perfect in line. She wanted to cook the best food. And so she got so consumed with distraction. And now she is gathering her cleaning supplies in the back. (laughs) She's missing the moment. Jesus is right here. We got Jesus. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Oh my goodness, the panic. Claire, I think you missed the spot right there. Oh, wait a second. What is going on? So many distractions. Hello. Whoa. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. Thank you. I I got the shoe shining, shining service up here today. All right. Oh, wait. Here comes somebody else. What else do we got going on up here? Are you guys taking selfies in church? Do you guys know what we're doing right now? We're learning about Jesus. Jesus is right there. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're taking selfies in church now. Uh, I don't even know what's going on. Do I? What? Sammy slapped him. 
Sammy Slam Dunks. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's getting a little chaotic up here. Oh my goodness. I, I just, I don't understand the chaos right now. Oh, we lost the ball, but someone got it back up here. Oh no, it's not over yet. <laughs> what, what are you guys doing? You playing video games in church? Wait, do, do, you guys, do you guys see who's in the room right now? Like, you have an opportunity, a moment right here. But what are you, are you guys are missing out. There's an incredible opportunity. Jesus is literally in the room. But are you guys doing Fortnite dances in church? Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh. <laughs> All right. Can we give them a big round of applause? <laughs> wow. We, we got some incredible, incredible people in Summit Kids. Uh, but I think you get the idea. That was, that was quite distracting, wasn't it? <laughs> There's a lot of distractions there represented uh, that I think a lot of us uh, have encountered in our life. Uh, Martha, she was very distracted, uh, as we often get. She was so consumed with getting the house clean. She wanted it to be perfect for Jesus that, again, she missed the opportunity right in front of her. Like, Jesus was literally in the room. She was running around while Jesus was right there. And again, what Martha was doing wasn't necessarily a bad thing. What Martha was doing wasn't bad. I mean, she had a servant's heart, but it wasn't the best thing in the moment. In the moment, what she failed to recognize is that although what she was doing was important, in importance, nothing compares to the opportunity and moment that was available to her with Jesus. You see, Martha, as she's consumed with that stress, that worry about getting things perfect, uh, she goes to Jesus, so frustrated at Mary uh, for just sitting there. And in Luke chapter 10, verse 40, she says to Jesus, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. That's a pretty bold statement <laughs> to tell Jesus what to do. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but then in Luke 10, 41 through uh, 42, uh, Jesus has such compassion in what he says. Uh, and the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing. Everybody say one thing. There is only one thing worth being concerned about, and Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken from her. You see, Martha, she was so consumed and distracted by what she was doing for Jesus that she forgot to pursue Jesus. She was so consumed in what she was doing for Jesus that she forgot to pursue Jesus. And sometimes, if we aren't careful, we will get so caught up in the work of the Lord that we forget the Lord of the work. And not only this, but I think if we're completely honest, if we're to be completely honest with ourselves, I think sometimes in life, we get so consumed with just life in general and what's going on. We get so distracted that we're just like Martha, missing the opportunity to connect with Jesus. And the greatest value that we could ever place into anyone, the greatest value that we could ever place into anything is your time. Again, time is your currency. Your time is valuable. And again, you make time for what's important to you. Uh, and what you spend a lot of time doing reveals what you truly value. And just as Jesus said to Martha, there is only one thing. Everybody say one thing. One thing. 
There is only one thing worth being concerned about, and Mary has discovered it. It's that nothing is more urgent or important than the opportunity we have on a daily basis to sit at the feet of Jesus. Another passage I really love uh, comes from Philippians chapter 3. So this is the Apostle Paul, and uh, he had a revelation of the value that comes from knowing Jesus. In verses 5 and 6, uh, he's listing out his achievements, the things that would give him bragging rights, the things that he had done for God uh, that certainly qualified him in what he was doing for God. But then watch what he says in verses 7 and 8. Again, this is Philippians 3, 7 and 8. Paul says, I once thought that these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value. Everybody say infinite value. <laughs> yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. You see, Paul wasn't saying that everything we do in this life, everything uh, that we achieve and all these things, he wasn't saying that they are worthless, that we shouldn't care about them, that we shouldn't do those things. That's not what he's saying. He's saying when you compare that to the infinite, immeasurable value of knowing Jesus, there is nothing that can compare. There is nothing that can match that. In fact, what you consider important doesn't even compare to the importance of knowing Jesus, that you could literally just count it garbage as worthless because there's nothing more urgent or important than knowing Jesus. He should be our number one priority, our number one focus in this life, our top pursuit in this life. And so whatever you do, don't allow distractions to cause you to miss the moments right in front of you. Don't allow uh, distractions to hinder you from walking in the opportunities that God has for you. Because again, your time on this earth is limited. Our life is but a vapor. It's here today and it's gone tomorrow. And so be careful how you spend it. And the most important moment isn't the one that's already passed or the one that's to come, but it's this moment right now. You can either embrace it or you can let it pass you by. And I think so often we get so consumed with distraction that we're literally rushing our life away. That we get so consumed with distraction that we literally at times are just kind of letting our life and our time waste away. We're a lot like Martha, rushing around, missing the opportunity that's right in front of us, that, that moment we have. And there's this one episode of The Office. Has anybody in here ever watched The Office before? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's this episode of The Office where Andy Bernard is talking, and he says a quote that has just always stuck with me. Uh, and he says, I wish there was a way to know that you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. And folks, one day you might look at this very moment. You might look at this season of your life and realize this is the good old days. You're walking in them right now. And the question is, in the future, are you going to look back with regret? Are you going to look back and uh, cherish the moments that you embraced? Again, don't miss the moment, but embrace it. Everybody say, embrace the moment. <laughs> don't get so consumed with the past or with the future that you miss the present, that you miss the now. You know, they say yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift, and that's why we call it the present. 
Today's a gift. And one last thought I want to leave you guys with today. Uh, and I've heard this said before, but uh, they say that love for kids is spelled T-I-M-E. And everybody said, amen. Or I should say all the parents in the room said, amen. Because <laughs> our kids are always calling for our time. Uh, and it's so true, but I th don't think that's just limited to kids. I think that also goes to all of us. I think the greatest, one of the greatest acts of love is giving our time. You know, we know that the greatest act of love is what Jesus did for us, right? To give up his own life for us. But I think one of the greatest acts of love that we can do, that we can practice regularly, is giving your time. Because again, your time, it's valuable, right? When you give someone your time, you're showing that you value them. You're showing that they're important to you. And if you've ever read 1 Corinthians 13, we got the love chapter where it's defining what love is. Did you know that the very first definition of love has to do with time? It says love is patient. Love is patient. Love is willing to give time and not rush the moment that's right in front of you. And I've been reading this book here recently uh, that's just been absolutely wrecking me. Uh, it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry uh, by John Mark Comer. And so if you're looking for a good read, I highly recommend it. Uh, but the big idea in this book is that love is incompatible with hurry. Love is something that cannot be rushed. And as we look at the life of Jesus, he wasn't rushing around. Like he was walking where he went and his time on this earth was very limited, more limited than it is for a lot of us. And everywhere he went, he was constantly getting interrupted by people. Like think about the stories of healing and restoration that we read in the life of Jesus. Like, he was okay with that. He was okay with those interruptions. In fact, most of those stories of healing were people that came and interrupted Jesus when he was trying to get somewhere to teach. And another story I think about with Jesus is the story of Lazarus. And it's really cool because Mary and Martha, who we talked about a little bit ago, was also in this story. But the story begins with Jesus finding out that Lazarus was really sick, that he was probably going to die. And you know how Jesus responds? He says, I'm gonna stay where I'm at for a few more days. Like, what? Like, Lazarus is literally on his deathbed and they tell him the news and he's like, I'm just gonna hang back. I'm just gonna wait. And when Jesus left, when he got there, Lazarus, he found out that he was dead. Uh, and we all, if you know the story, we know eventually he rises Lazarus from the dead. It's this really powerful moment. But Jesus doesn't rush to that either. Like when he got there and saw Mary and Martha, he could have been like, all right, let's go. Let's go uh, get Lazarus back to life. But he didn't rush it. Martha and Mary met him before he even made it into town. And he took this moment to mourn with them because he knew the greatest thing he could do in that moment was love them. If Jesus was willing to give his time to so many, I mean, heck, he even gave his life for us all. Shouldn't we also be willing to invest our time in him and in his people? Again, I believe one of the greatest acts of love uh, is time, giving our time. That the greatest way we can love Jesus is spend time with him. The greatest way we can love others, spend time with them. And as you may have heard Pastor Kevin say before, if it's important, you make time. If it's not, you make an excuse. If it's important, you make time. But if it's not, you make an excuse. And again, there's nothing more urgent, there's nothing more important in this life than Jesus. Because Jesus 
is the one who leads us to the Father. Jesus is the one who leads us to eternity. And one of my teachers when I was in Bible college used to always say this, and it has always stuck with me. But when we go to heaven one day, we're not gonna be bringing material possessions with us. Moth and rust are gonna eat those things away. Uh, thieves are gonna break in and steal. But there is one thing we will take to heaven with us. And you wanna know what that is? It's people. People, the people that you lead to Jesus are the only ones that you're going to be taking to heaven with you. And so our life is all about knowing Jesus more and making him known. So invest your time in what you have to. We all have obligations. We have things that we have to do. But whatever you do, don't neglect the moment that's in front of you. Don't neglect investing time in what truly matters in the long haul. Again, don't allow distractions to rob you of this moment. Don't allow them to rob you of the opportunities that God has for you. Because again, our time on this earth is limited. It's a vapor. Our life is here today, it's gone tomorrow. And so how we invest it is important. And I would say, invest it wisely. Invest it wisely. Together, let's embrace the moment. Everybody say, embrace the moment.